0: Hey Trey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. All right. I'm waiting for two other people to get on. I, I I'm, hopefully their phones are compatible. Are you uh, where? are you at? Uh oh! Wow. I am a FedEx to handle some business.
1: You're supposed to be picking up something.
0: Okay, okay. Okay. I'm trying to wait for these guys to come on, man. Been talking to them all day, man. A lot of my, a lot of the folks, uh, a lot of the guys in my era, man. The Technology is not hitting them yet, man. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, you
1: should, you should be able to uh, learn something really quick nowadays.
0: This is all my it's all about applications. They saw. I'm not sure why it's happening like that. He said he was on. He was on though. Uh. I have people <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I have no clue. But I, I sent uh, you got the text, right? Yeah, I do it. So, uh, I'ma wait I'm gonna wait two more minutes for him. If not, it's gonna be me and you. Think we can? Uh, think we can talk for thirty minutes?
1: No, yeah, we can definitely talk for thirty minutes. I'm off work
0: today, so. Oh, right where here. you working at?
1: Uh, I'm at Frickers. It's a sports bar.
0: Uh, How long you been doing
1: that? I just started there. I kind of got in. It a
0: little. Oh, see, I was talking bad about him, Trade, That just. Jimmy is on.
2: You talk talking trash about me, man?
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, can't believe the guys in my era, man. Don't know how to use technology, man. I was like your dad,
2: man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know how to use technology. Yeah. It just kept pausing in the middle. Something's wrong with my phone.
0: Now I'm waiting for my, 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 my guy, Chris, man. If, if not, we'll just get started. How you doing today?
2: Doing great, man.
0: Sounds good. Can you hear me?
2: Yes,
0: yeah, so I. Can. Yeah. Can you hear them, TreShaun? Yeah, I can hear both of you. Got guys. my nephew on here to talk talk about different uh, things. Did you guys get a little time to look at the questions? Anything you want to add? Uh, Any questions yeah, or anything? I
1: think all the questions I had were right right when I was editing. This. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to address and kind of just share
0: it with you guys uh, that was pretty much what I had if I had anything else I probably would have had it would, it would yeah. be on there so. well I appreciate that man I've been I've been, I've been thinking about doing this uh, for a while now I have all these good you know me and Jimmy have unbelievable conversations about different things about issues man and, and uh I always think to myself like it probably could be very helpful to other people man <laughs> trying to get through things, trying to get through life. Thing, really deep, you know. You know, I just like I'm like, I, you know, this this kind of talk. We have a and on the phone all the time. I'm like, let's let's open this up and try to help people. Well, hopefully, my guy uh, Chris, uh, uh, pop in. But I'm a, I'm gonna get I'm gonna try to be professional and uh, cut cut and trim this so everybody can be able to listen to it. So I'm gonna get started. Welcome, welcome everybody to the fourth episode of Bridge to Reality podcast. Three purposes for this podcast: keep it simple, informative, embrace debate respectfully, and discuss issues in society that affect our communities. It's just an opportunity to learn and talk. Uh, Today uh, we have I'm the host, Javier Smith. We're going to be talking about a little bit about music and culture. So I'm just a fan, but I have a few uh, musicians, some artists with me. Today we have uh, Trey Sean Robinson. Trey got it. He's an inspiring hip hop artist and a student right now at Bowling Green University. Also, Jimmy Walker is music executive and also R&B singer. And hopefully today we'll have Chris Washington pop in. He's also an executive and music yeah. artist. So my first question, and I'll start with uh, I'll start with Jimmy, uh, and then Trey you can follow him. What's your advice for music artists coming into the music industry today?
2: Anything? Uh, get a lawyer. <laughs>
0: hey, hey right. and I'm glad you brought that up. Please explain that. Please break it down for
2: me. Well, as far as the industry, the industry's been the same since the beginning of time. If I run a company, I'm gonna I'm gonna get as much out of you for as little or as little as I can uh, spend. So, a lot of times that that jargon or that language is in the contract, and most of us haven't had haven't learned anything about contracts. Mm-hmm. So, the reason I say you get a lawyer is. Always have that person on standby to read your contracts with you through it with you and help you make a proper decision. You don't want to be around here looking like TLC, paying for everything that happens with you and walk away sixty thousand dollars after you sell ten million records.
0: Right. Tracean, what would you what would you say to those young artists coming up and you know make it because that when you get into the game it's about music just making music but the business side is something that never is never really uh discussed because I, like Jimmy was saying they're trying to take advantage of you so how can you as a young artist try to get over that hump
1: yeah definitely uh extending on what you said you definitely need a lawyer and you definitely need to have a, a great business mind because there's a lot of people out here who uh <clears throat> try to lowball you try to uh take advantage of you. Um, you They try to be close to you and be your friend or associate and end up doing dirty things. So, first of all, it comes with having a business mindset and and having a good team. Um, That's what I'm learning right now. I'm just learning that through just talking to people, you know. It doesn't even have to be about uh, music. Like, it's just general conversation. And then, you know, by the grace of God, you know, I end up finding out that the person I'm talking to knows how to play an instrument and they figure out that I play, you know, music and I know how to, uh, you know, write songs and I'm an artist and you know we connect that way so it's all about knowing your personality and two knowing
0: definitely who you're trying to get your audience to like you know, what you want to do and have a good plan you know and I and I want to and I hate to stay on one point because I want to get through these different questions because I have 12 questions for you guys but it's just interesting to me like Jimmy you said it throughout the, throughout the years throughout the decades there have been musicians who have been taken advantage of i mean i i see that uh you know r kelly is you know look at i mean how great he is and i know he's going through his troubles but he's you know he has a bank account left with six hundred and forty dollars like how does that you know how is a a artist at, at that level continue to be you know taken advantage of and i just feel like as soon as you know it's all about the music it's all about the grind and you're struggling and then when somebody put that type of money in front of you, I don't even think they review anything that has to do with anything that's, that's business. Thank you. I think, uh, I think uh, Chris is here. Alabama Cash. He's he's he's, he's with us now. Uh, can you hear me, Chris? I let them go. So so how? I mean, me, how how can somebody if they don't have a good team around them? you know, understand that, you know, the business has to be taken care of before they move forward?
2: How? Um, it's hard. Actually, it's one of the hardest things to do in this industry because most people who are artists to go with that line are starving artists. Right. What usually happens is they, get, they shoot a number to you off top that you've never seen before in your entire life. Right then and there, like, hey, Five hundred thousand dollars a check. I need to sign this six album deal. Mm-hmm. what the 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 five hundred grand? What people don't realize is it goes towards your sales. It, it, they 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 do a subtraction on it on the back end of it because you got your little signing bonus and whatnot. So what happens is artists don't make money management like you brought up, Mister uh, Kelly. That was horrible money management because he had a lot of expenditures that didn't add up. Right. Even right. even being taken advantage of because some of the greatest, like Billy Joel, he was managed of by his right hand man, best friend. Right. Right. Forty million, 40 million worth of a uh, yeah, forty million tickets. Wow. That's a lot of money, bro. It is. Wow. Well.
0: I'm a, I'm a more, we'll be talking about that. I, I got to move forward. Yeah, we can so probably move. have a whole conversation that'd, on that alone. That probably could be one episode. Uh, the next, my next question is, do you guys like the state of music in 2019? When, when, my question behind is because I honestly feel like the production, I know Treshawn, we always talk about this, the production and the beats today are some of the, the greatest beats I've ever heard. I, I got to be honest. But obviously the lyrics and the things like that are just not something that's popular or something that's, you know, uh, the music industry is looking for. So how do you, well, how do you guys feel about the state of music at this point?
1: Uh, I'm going to just probably just start it off because like, I got a lot about this. So I'm just trying to simplify it. I feel like it's changing. Um, you know, music comes from all different types of genres. So every genre. Of music, other rock, trap, uh, blues, red, all of that, everything has uh, correlations to it. So I feel like it's changing, um, and I feel like a lot of people are starting to jump into it now. It's, it's a lot easier to get into music, and that's why it's a lot of people making kind of the same mm-hmm. songs. There's no, no diversity, there's no, uh, you know. People, actual artists who know what they're doing and know what they're getting themselves into. It's Just a lot of people that are making music and not really understanding what they're doing. Because manifestation is very important and it's very big too. You know what you say on the track will come back to you somehow. With the universe. So it's it's, it's coming to a state of it just, just change. You know every everything has changed. Every generation goes to change. And I don't think it's going back. It's just it's a lot of uh, rep- repetition going on. Not a lot of originality. That's why often people uh, agree that you know certain artists sound like each. Other. Yeah, but they yeah, they still. Right. So it's actually preference, you know. It's it's, it's a weird subject, but. That's
0: it's funny, subject. and, and uh, uh, Jimmy, I'll let you go. But it's funny you say that. There's a lot of repetition, and people like it. When somebody when somebody tries to do something different, they don't get as much support. That's interesting. That that's that's crazy. Jimmy, you had something
2: it's funny that he said it's funny that he said the change. But if you do if you go back and look at uh, music in its history, every era everybody sang during that time. Whatever was popping, everybody else tried to do it. You can go all the way back to the blues, that same riff, same doom doom, doom doom. Everybody had it. Then it went away. Then you had the six uh, fifties and sixties with the doo wop Everybody was doo wopping because that's what was popping. Mm-hmm. and then in the 70s the, the rock heavy rock hard rock hip rock hard bang 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 everybody was doing it even the, the band. and then the late 70s was funk and it caught genres but everybody was trying to do it the same thing with disco so what we're going through right now is the, is the staccato and quick repetition of uh, snares and heavy bass and everybody's doing it and making a catchphrase over whatever track is played mm-hmm I need to repeat this word over and over. I'm going to say this word over and over throughout this track, and it's going to be in your brain. And that's how I'm going to sell my song. Ooh, that worked for Yachty. That worked for Amigos. That worked for Two Chainz. That worked for. That even worked for Lil Wayne. Cause six foot, seven foot stays in your brain, even though those weren't, weren't his words. But you know what I'm mean? saying. Those things. That's what they're doing the way it's going yeah I I like it I like the fact that while I was talking about lawyers earlier is that a lot of people are able to do the SoundCloud thing and get their own numbers up we'll get to the social media question and things of that nature a little later I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. but yeah the music industry right now it's okay it's it's not in flux Uh, a lot more of these young men and young ladies are getting really good deals and making more points on their albums I mean, I'm always about the, I mean, uh, yes, the industry is great because the music is good, but I'm always about the business side of it, and I like to pay attention to what these guys are making on their sales.
0: And and I'm going to get right into the next question, because this is, it, why do artists with, like, a socially conscious lyrics, like, they're trying to say something, they're trying to uh, do positive change. why don't they get enough play on the radio? um nope
1: you know uh, go ahead i mean i was gonna have a few to say about it to, to, to my to like to my standards I, I feel like when i come to understand um repetition sales and what's popular sales you can have a really really talented lyrical artist who you know comes out and you know has a story has a message has you know a character you know and industry they try to they try to they try to suck into that they try to take away from that because they know if they can get a hold of that and they can change that person when, when someone's socially conscious and uh they understand the business it's just you know like a j cole or a logic or a kendrick
2: on chance you
1: know, go back to yeah we even go back to like you know run dmc they have stories in their rap like you know they made it catchy but you can also you know play along and understand what their message was so it's, it's it's not too many radios playing those kind of artists because they just don't want to. You know, they, they feel like it's boring. Uh, and I'm gonna just throw this out here. I don't want to take too much of the time, but you know, I had a conversation with a person. and He said, uh, yeah, no one really wants to listen to J. Cole anymore. He's not fired or he, he's not doing what the future's doing. It's like that, that. That tells me how you think about music. You want someone. You want all these people to be the same.
2: And those of us, to, to add on, those of us who prefer the lyrical content, things of that nature, we aren't, uh, we aren't buying it. hmm Yep. Just being honest, we're not buying it, even though we love it. We want to hear it. We like it. We're not purchasing it. The young people are purchasing it. And generally speaking, sales aren't Black people. So a white person doesn't want to hear socially conscious music. Wow. Just where the sales are. We're not person. We're not on iTunes. We on wherever we can get it for free. Yeah. Right. Just being honest. Like even though they talking about J. Cole ain't popping. J. Cole pretty popping. Who knew? But um kind of thing with his gospel partially gospel partially street partial hip you know hip hop game. It's the presentation though, but like he just said, it's the character. We know who the rapper is as a character, the person. We don't know. Who, we don't know him. But we know his character, the person that he's portraying. And, 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 that, and that, no matter what, you could you could be too, Tupac. wasn't um, Tupac was socially conscious, yet people loved his character, the person that he was portraying yep. to be. Oh, the would have been on it because the character he had already created for himself. Uh, I,
0: I'm gonna keep it moving. Uh, is my next question: Is it possible for a young artist? And I know Jimmy, you, you touched on this about them getting more. But I just wonder: Is it possible for young artists to, you know, own their own music so they can be a little bit more, you know, hands-on and creative? Or is that a, that's just not possible when they first
2: jump into the game? Cap, man to get that major uh, worldwide distribution, everybody got to sign with somebody who's bigger than them. this world where you can put it all over every format in the world, you're not going to get pushed until you have Warner Brothers, Paramount,
0: you know,
2: people behind you. I'm, I'm naming the large companies. I, I can't think of the subsidiary the or their, their music, you know, the, whatever their music arm is. I'm just saying Time Warner, uh, the Paramount of the world, all of those, you know, just the large companies, get behind those guys. Like, Chance did it great, but until he got a little push from a major company, although he claims complete independence, somebody got behind him and pushed right, and blew him all the way up. So it's very hard to do, but a lot of times these guys are, uh, they have to create a, a social media a bus. Even get any love because I remember the MGK deal. You have like a hundred thousand followers and move a certain amount of units just to get on with that to actually be part of that. So it's tough for these guys to get to the point where they can own their stuff because you don't own them at the end of the day. You don't even own yourself, especially sign those contracts.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know I know me and Trey have been talking about this because I I really brought that up because. Like, I see a guy like Nipsey Hussle who, you know, I didn't know anything about. You know, he was, uh, you know, mostly on the West Coast and, you know, the stuff he was talking about, you know, and it's, you know, he was obviously, you know, talking about gangbanging and stuff like that. But, you know, partially what he was talking about is building up his community. Like, I'm wondering to myself, like, and the music is really good. Like, how do I hear Drake on the radio every single minute? But none of this brother stuff is coming up until he, you know, unfortunately, you know, passed away. It's just, it's, it's, it was interesting to me that for that to happen. So, speaking on that, does social media help promote, you know, a young artist's music? Like, how much, which, what, what, what percentage would you guys say is the social media is used to promote their music?
2: Definitely 100%. 90, uh, 95.
0: So they're basically doing everything themselves.
2: No, that's the thing everybody that's what I just said is what happens. They have a machine. It's a machine once you own them run their site. They have people they have people behind that that, that that's it that's yeah. They're they're initial, you know, like say Trey got a Instagram page and uh, we'll go MySpace because they're kind of calling themselves so trying to do a come up, has a YouTube page and he gets a certain amount of hits. It's going to take so many hits for him on YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, for him to even be noticed by somebody in, a, in an A&R position, we'll say, from one of the in many labels out here. And what happens is they see that somebody, like, say, a Q Money who gets up to 200K and hasn't hasn't even bubbled for real. Ooh, he's doing this on his own. So if we put the game behind him, he could do he could become this. And that's how that goes. The social media game is like like you said almost. I said 95. It's really that's the only way now. Everything's digital at this point. Everything's digital. They don't even release albums. They release singles, songs.
1: Yeah, adding on to that, uh, social media is like capital, capital, capitalizing on everything, it's like on you know, life. There's, it's an sort of NBA fan page, you have people making accounts for players to keep up to date every single thing they do, uh, and it, it's powerful, you can control a lot of things on the phone. Uh, I have a marketing class and um, we were in there talking about uh, search engines, search engine op- optim- optimization you know, using that to your advantage, and uh, really understanding uh, what a post really means, and uh, being very careful what you post uh, because people see that. You know, you can't. People don't have
2: to meet you to know who you are. Or so, assume. Like you say, uh, <laughs> go I was just saying, or assume. That's a assume who you. Are. Just based on posts. Yeah,
1: Social media and seeing how uh someone can have a million
0: followers and the person that has a million followers only follows two hundred people, you know. So you gotta really understand like how that works. And uh I I think this is because I you guys are kinda going in and out. I might have to uh cut this off and then uh come back to you, but cause I can't really hear you. Uh so I don't know what the, if the apps need to be rebooted or something like that, but do you guys? This would be the last question. Uh, do you guys feel like BET uh, is doing their part to kind of uh, form a platform for black artists? Because I, I just feel like BET can do a little bit more, but maybe it's not the popular thing to do. Not sure. But what do you guys think about BET and their their influence on black artists? Right. I'm gonna just keep it short because uh, I, 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 BET
1: is really. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed in BET. So uh, back then, you know, they had the rap basement. You know, they had the front artists to come in and spit freestyles. I remember Cameron got on there and went crazy. Little Wayne got in there. They need to bring stuff like that. Uh, you know, double X is still doing it with freshman Cypress, but BET needs to go back where they had, you know, programs and, you know, and, and rap battles, and contests. You know, because there's a lot of talent out here, and I feel like they're taking that away, because, you know, they're not, they're, they simply just don't care anymore,
2: so. Wow. Yeah. I think with BET they have to uh, first of all, BET is trying to become a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So as far as specializing in our in our our artists and our industry, uh, they have to create another platform because like they got they have BET women now. Like when we were coming up, it was just BET like and Video Soul and Rap City. I mean, there was there was mm-hmm. nothing else. Now there's so many platforms for these guys. They got Diddy has a channel, Revolt. There's a lot of yeah, yeah, that are out here that are available for artists to use to get their platforms and their words out. B is BT is a whole nother level at this stage of the game where they're they're trying to be get up there with the W. Well, I ain't gonna say NBC, CBS. Those they're trying to get to to the uh, w.
1: right. <laughs> He, he breaking up yeah
0: i know what i'm gonna do is uh, uh this is gonna be this is uh part one I'm, I'm gonna try to uh reconnect with my guys here uh so why don't you guys go off i'm gonna cut this and then uh call you right back all right okay. all right okay